Maybe we're amazing we're not young. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so uh, it's great to be it's great to be here in Florida. I mean, in Maine with you. Oh. Oh. The, the, I, I got confused because it was so warm so today. <laughs> but uh, but uh, now we are we're excited to be up here. Uh, this is my lovely wife of almost thirty three years. Wow. This is this is part of our family. I'm right not here. that old, really but, not. Uh, but uh, tonight, uh, you know, you know, just want uh, we we love our family, right? We're we're uh, obviously you know we're talking about family, and uh, we get to talk about love and commitment, and uh, we uh, we definitely love our family. And here's a, here's a family shot right here. I'm a ble- I'm a blessed man, right? <laughs> That was a that was a wedding photo. Not uh, everybody's together, so anyway, that's pretty yeah. cool. But uh, but uh, but yeah, really, you know, we, um, we we love our family. I'm sure you love your family, and uh, it's a nat- it's natural, you know, to just love your family. And obviously, there's you know some families are closer than others, but uh, uh, you know, we love our family group. Amen. The one six five. Raise your Any hand. If you're in, in our the house family tonight? group. Come on. Okay, I think one we're all six, here tonight. Yes. That's awesome. The one six five. So uh, we definitely love our family group. And, Amen. And we uh, we love the Casco Bay Church. Amen. You know, we're excited to be here. And uh, but you know, above everything, we uh, we love God first and and foremost. And uh, so that's just. Uh, Can I cool. butt in? Oh, excuse me. Sure. Can I jump sure. in? Sure. I was just thinking about what Bob was saying. How all those things that he mentioned are gifts from God. Yeah. You know, you can't choose your family. I mean, we didn't choose all those people that were up there, but I think God chose us to be here mm-hmm. in this family, and, and I believe it's a gift to be here, so. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it's, it's been great, you know, studying studying out family at, at the midweek, our midweek lessons. Uh, you know, I think Glenn and Danielle started it off with just talking about, you know, how family is a place to belong, and, uh, you know, just to really feel you know, needed and wanted and, and to have, you know, a safe place. And then, uh, of course, last week, uh, Brandon and, and Sarah did a great job just talking about how, as family, you know, we can, we can build memories. And uh, that, that's, an exci- that's a really exciting part. I know, I know we had a great discussion afterwards, and it was just sort of a buzz. You know, everybody, everybody had something to contribute and something they wanted to do. And I thought that was just, you know, it really, really was really cool. And, and tonight, uh, you know, we're going to focus on love and, and commitment. So, um, you know, with, uh, you know, having said that, you know, obviously, you know, love is... Uh, Love is more than uh, a feeling, right? Um, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's even more than a strong feeling, okay? And uh, in, uh, in James 3, you don't have to turn there, but in James 3, verse 18, it says, Let us not love in words, with words and tongue, but let us love with action and in truth. You know, and, that, and that's really uh, what I want to talk about. And obviously the first point here is that, you know, love is a verb. You know, it, it, it's it's an action word, and uh, wanted to uh, wanted to turn to uh, John chapter twenty one, if you would, and uh, you can pick up there. And this is uh, in John chapter twenty one. We're going to start in verse uh, verse fifteen. But you know, this is this is an account where uh, Jesus reinstates Peter after Peter has denied him. And uh, earlier in the chapter, or you know, or earlier in, in the Gospels, we read that. Um, you know, Jesus was telling his disciples that, you know, you're all going to fall away, you know, on account of me. And, uh, and, and Peter's like, no, no, Lord. You know, even if all these other guys fall away, I'll never fall away. 
Okay. In fact, he says, I'm, I'm ready to die with you. Okay. And then, of course, what happens, right? Uh, he denies Jesus three times. He falls away just like all the other guys do, you know. And, um, but, uh, and so we pick up here, you know, after, after, after Jesus has been crucified, he's been resurrected, and uh, he, he, he appears to his disciples here as they're out fishing. They go back out fishing and catch anything all night long. Uh, Jesus obviously didn't want them to catch anything, so uh, they were frustrated. But, and then, of course, he, he, they see him on the, on the bank. He tells them to throw their nets on the other side. They catch all, you know, the amazing uh, catch of fish, and they call it in. He basically has breakfast there, got a fire, got breakfast going, you know, fish and grits for breakfast, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and they eat, and then uh, and after, after they eat, it picks up here in verse 15. It says, when they had finished eating, uh, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. You know, um, that's a pretty powerful time. Obviously, Peter denied Jesus three times, and Jesus sort of asked him three times, do you love me? And just, you know, and each time, you know, Peter, Peter honestly says, yes, Lord, I, I do love you. And Jesus just said, okay, well, this is what it means to love me. You know, it means feed my sheep. You know, take care of my people. You know, we're talking about, uh, you know, just uh, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And see, Peter, uh, Peter had denied Jesus, but now Jesus is saying, you've got to deny yourself. Okay, and you've, you've got to love. You've got to give yourself to my sheep, you know, to help them grow and mature. So really, that was, uh, that was what Jesus was saying. And, um, you know, it's um, basically saying the proof of love for God, according to Jesus, is feeding and taking care of you know, our brothers and sisters. And uh, that's what's important to him. And, uh, you know, we, we need to help them deepen their walk, you know, with God, to deepen their, their faith, deepen their, uh, their dependence on God. And, uh, of course, we get help in that as well. You know, it's, it's sort of a mutual, it's a two-way street. But, um, you know, it, it's not, also, you know, I don't want to get the wrong impression. It's, it's not just about doing, okay? It's not simply about doing, but it's about being, okay? It's about uh, uh just basically loving to love, if that makes any sense. You know, loving to love. You know, you've, you've got to be. You know, you, you can do it, you can put it on, but unless your heart is really in it, unless you really are, you know, love, because loving, you know, out of a love for people, love for God, and you want to, and it compels you to love, you know, then, you know, then, then, you're, then you're really grasping what, what Jesus was talking about here. I'm going to let Barb uh, share here for a minute. Uh, next scripture is uh, 1 Corinthians 13. Um, does anybody, by show of hands, know what movie that's from? Anybody like that movie? <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's been a while since I've seen it, yeah. Um, so when you look at that picture, you just you don't even have to watch the movie, but when you look at that picture, you can mm. sense how loved Tarzan feels, mm. you know? Um, 
I often on Sundays give out free because I have them hugs. You know, I'm like, anybody want a free one? I got them, you know. But um, I think that, you know, Jesus' definition of love is so different than the world's definition. And Jesus' definition of love, we're going we're gonna to read um, here in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, I kind of want to back up just a little bit um, and read from one. But it says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love... I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I have nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and I give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It doesn't, um, it's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. Love always protects. And I don't know if you guys have different versions, but that word always to me means never ends, you know, mm -hmm. and um, it always trusts always hopes, always perseveres. And recently I went back into the workforce, so I've got eight hours a day with people who don't love like this, basically. Right. Um, and I think that just thinking about the family of God, it's like, wow, love means I can trust you. Mm -hmm. Love means you're going to protect me, I'm going to protect you. And, you know, when we were asked to lead a family group, I told everybody in our little group there, there's just one thing, guys. When you walk through the door, we're going to love you. That's it. You know, I mean, whether you want that or not, we're going to love you. And I, I feel like mm. we all have different diverse groups. I mean, when you look at Tarzan with this wonderful gorilla here, there's a little bit of diversity there, <laughs> you know. Um, but the gorilla just loved him, you know. It was like he didn't look probably like Tarzan's mom, I'm like, although I don't know what his mom looked like. But I'm like, wow, you, it wasn't like Tarzan cared about that. He just needed to be loved and vice versa as a parent, as a mom. I mean, I think of Sarah being an infant as a Christian. We're just going to love you, you know. Um, sometimes we have, to, we have to say things out of love that someone won't say. I, I was sharing with someone the other day, if your little boy was running out into the traffic after his ball, and you know he loves that ball no matter what. You're still going to nap him. You're still going to grab him back. And I think mm. loving someone in the family of God is don't let him go too far away from God. Pull mm. him back. Pull yeah. him back. And, um, and I, I think, too, love always protects. There's times when mm. we may have to say something or someone may have to say something to me that may hurt my feelings. Mm. But you love me that much. Like, how come no one else saw that? Well, Barb, I love you too much to mm. let you go too far away from that narrow road. Mm -hmm. You know? So. Oh, amen. amen. Yeah, you know, I just, those are such great qualities. That, you know, just, you know, bearing with one another, you know, patience. You know, we, we all need patience, right? We all need to be someone to bear with us, you know, because we all blow it and we all, 
we all need patience. And so just, you know, all the things that she said, you know, no record of wrongs, you know, just forgiveness, mercy, you know. I need that, you know. I want that in, in my relationship, in my marriage, you know, in my family. You know, I blow it all the time, you know. I, I need that forgiveness. And so that's, that's part of what, you know, obviously what it means to, to really love in a family, but, but in, in, in our family group, but within the church, you know, we, we've all experienced that. You know, and it, it, it can, it sounds, it, you know, it sounds great, but it's not always easy to implement, you know, you know, those qualities and to really follow that, you know, because sometimes our self gets in the way, you know, but, uh, but, uh, you know, but basically, uh, you know, love is a verb, you know, it, it's action, you know, it, it's something that comes from the heart and it, and it produces, it produces uh, action and uh, it's something that can be seen and felt and, uh, you know. And, you know, even, uh, even Jesus' disciples saw his love, you know. Uh, we're going to look later at the account probably where, you know, the, the rich young ruler, you know, they, it, it says, you know, Jesus looked at him and, and, and loved him. Well, you know, how, how do they know? I mean, it was obvious, you know, to them. Jesus loved him, you know. So, so it became very obvious. So love is something that that's, can be seen and not just, you know, not just heard in words. Um, the... Um, let me move on here. The, um, the next slide is, and the next point really is, uh, second point here, it's uh, commitment. Oh, yeah. Commitment means, it means you're all in. Right? Yeah. All the chips, you know, it's all, you know, everything's riding on it, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing held back, you know. Uh, not, uh, you know, not promoting gambling here, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, the concept here is, you know, that, you know, you're all in. And, uh, you know, you're all in for God, first of all, you know, amen, amen. I mean, God, God's got to be the reason you're here, you know, uh, can't be any, anybody else here, I mean, obviously, there's people that reach out to us, that study the Bible with us, uh, but, you know, uh, you know, you can't be in it for them, you know, you, you've got to be in it for God first, yeah. and hopefully you fell in love with God, first and foremost, and, you know, that, that's really the, the key for all of us, you know, fall in love with God, and then, no matter what happens, you know, uh, you know, Jer- you know, Jeremiah said, you know, it's for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, it really doesn't matter what else is going on around. You know, if, if, if you love God, then, you know, you're, you're going to be there. You're all in for God. And, and then, of course, you know, once you're all in for God, it, it, it's, it's easy to be all in for each other. You know, and, and that's, that's the cool thing about just uh, the church, the body of Christ, you know, family groups. It's, it's just a way to really... You know, love each other, and just to be all in. You know, helping each other, and uh, you know, God, God went all in for for us. Amen. You know, you know he, he went all in when He sent Jesus to the cross. You know, to die for for my sins, for your sins. You know, that's Amen. that was everything. You know, there, He wasn't holding anything back. You know, God went all in for us. You know, uh, you know, why can't we be all in for Him? You know, we really should be. And you know, God, God doesn't love us because we're good. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, God loves us because He's good, you know, and, and that's something that uh, you know, I really just uh, came across, the other, you know, the other day, and we heard that, and I thought, wow, you know, that, that's so true, you know. Uh, I'm not good, but, but God is good, and his, He loves me because He's good, you know, and um, you know, I'm grateful for that. You know, I need that love because I'm not good, and um, you know, you're not either in comparison to God. So, so we all need God's love, and, and we have it. You know, uh, he's demonstrated it. it. It's already, it's already, it's done. You know, it's a done deal. Jesus, Jesus, you know, demonstrated on the cross, and that's that's for all time. It's for all people, all time, past, present, future. 
You know, God is all in, and He's still all in. Uh, there's, there's a passage in First um, John, chapter four, verse nineteen. There, yeah, it's listed up there. Uh, I'll read it real quickly here. Uh, it says, "We love because He first loved us." Amen. Amen. You know, if anyone says, "I love God," yet hates his brother, he's a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. And I'll add sister to that as well. Um, yeah, so, you know, we, we obviously, we love because God first loved us. You know, that's, that's where we learn to love. You know, God teaches us to love. You know, without God teaching, we, we don't know how to love. You know, we, we see it in the Bible. You know, we, God, God's te- His Spirit helps us understand that and grasp that. And, um, you know, I think uh, the family group is like, it's just, you know, this, this passage here about, you know, dealing with one another, you know, about loving each other. That, that if, we, if we can't love each other, you know, how can we possibly love God, you know? Because we see each other. We can't see God. We, we see God in each other, and we help each other, you know. But by loving each other, you know, you know that, that's, what, that's what God really wants us to do. And, uh, you know, it's uh, basically the family group. It, it's like the perfect place. To practice that, it's a per- perfect place to to implement the, this scripture. You know, it's not easy, uh, but we've got to give our hearts fully. You know, we've got to be like all in, and we've got to love deeply. We just got to, you know. And, and I, my wife is like such an example of that. You know, she she loves deeply. You know, it, it's always challenges me. You know, sometimes you know how deeply she loves. You know, the fact that she's 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 you know practically you know agonizing and. and weeping over somebody else's sin or, or issue, you know, and, and, and it's like, you know, and, and, it, and it, you know, it emotionally impacts her and, and, and it drains her even sometimes, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, you, you got, you gotta, you gotta let it, you know, go a little bit, you know, because it, you're just getting too, too tied in with this and, and it, it, it's, you know, it's easy for me to sort of let that go sometimes and not get that deep, but she loves deeply and uh, I think that's, you know, I think that's a Christ-like quality. You know, she wants, you know, he wants us to love uh, deeply. And, um, and just, uh, you know, again, we've got to be willing to, to feed one another spiritually. And, and we've also, you know, we've got, to, we've got to be wanting to, to get fed as well. You know, whether it's just being in God's Word, finding other brothers and sisters that can help us and, and, and encourage us with the Word, you know, just with, with their life, with what, you know, how they're, what God, the Holy Spirit is teaching them. There's so many ways to get fed and to feed each other. So that's, that's part of, of, you know, what it means to just be all in and really have that love and that concern, you know, mutual for each other and to consider others basically better than ourselves, you know, as it says in Philippians. But, uh, um, and, and, and like Barb mentioned, you know, we're, we're all, we're really very different. You know, we're very different individuals. We have different personalities. And, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's not easy. You put, you know, we come from different backgrounds, and you know, you 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 get into a family group or just within the church in general. You know, it's we have to really uh, pray about it. We have to really, you know, uh, allow God to change our hearts to really love one another. You know, the way we love ourselves. You know, it's uh, we we definitely love ourselves, but you know, to love somebody else outside of your immediate family. You know, and and, and really consider them really closer than your family many times, you know, so, and that's, that's what the church, it happens in the church many, many times, um, but, 
you know, in uh, some some people in Jesus's days, you know, they 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 weren't they weren't willing to do that. They, they were followers of Jesus. They weren't really willing to do that. So in John six, you know, you're probably familiar with the passage. Uh, I think it's like verse sixty eight or whatever. But it's like, you know. Uh, some of them, you know, decided to no longer follow Jesus. You know, they, they turned back because they thought, oh, this is just too hard, you know, to love like this and, and, to, and to really, you know, love Jesus, love God like that and, and really put ourselves, you know, behind that. And so they left. And, and Jesus turns to the disciples and his, his 12 and he says, do you guys want to leave too? You know, and Peter says, Lord, to, to, whom, to whom shall we go? You know, you have the words of eternal life. You know, we, we know and believe that, that you are, you know, the Holy One of God. And, um, you know, just uh, just having that attitude, but we're all in, Lord, you know. There's nowhere else for us to go, you know. And, and I hope that's the attitude that you have, you know, that there's nowhere else to go. You know, some of us, is, you know, have, you know, became disciples and maybe we left the church for a while, but and, and you've come back, you know. You realize, you know, there's, there's nowhere to go, you know. The world, the world is the world, you know. It's, it's not a fun place, you know. The only safe place is, is God's kingdom, God's church. And it's not perfect, you know, because it's made up of imperfect people, you know, all of us. And, and we're going to hurt each other, like Barb said. You know, not intentionally. It's, it's rarely intentionally. Um, but again, it, it's, it's part of, you know, are we committed? Are we all in to the point where we're going to fight for the relationships, you know, rather than just throw up our hands, you know, throw in the towel and, and say, I'm done with you, you know? It would be easy to do that, you know. That, that, that's the easy way. The hard way, the Jesus way, is, you know, let's, hey, let's, let's get in the Word together. Let's pray together. Let's talk this through. Let's, you know, let's get unified. And, and let's, let's love each other the way, you know, because Jesus died for both of us. You know, we're on the same team here. You know, we're not, mm-hmm. you know, but, but Satan, you know, is always working yeah. to try to get us to, to, to feel like we're, we're, we're sort of against each other. That, you know, we're not Amen. united. That, that, that what Jesus did is not enough to, to unite us in spite of our differences. So, um, so anyway, um, I want Barb to share a little bit more about um, just uh, this idea of commitment here. Uh, we're still that young. That's, that's how I still look, right? <laughs> you can't, it's sort of black and white, but I just, that proves that I, I did actually have red hair yeah, at one did. time. I think what what Bob was saying, you know, every person in this room at one point in time fell in love with Jesus, Mm. or you wouldn't be here, right? Right. So it's kind of a journey as you're studying the Bible, getting to know Jesus and seeing what he did for you, and there comes a point in time where you make that commitment. Mm. You know, when you're so in love with Jesus, you know that there's more to life, you know? And, you know, Bob and I dated for a couple years and came a point in time where he asked me to marry him. And I was like, I didn't think of all that I was giving up. I didn't Mm. think of, oh, wow, you know, do I have to make him dinner every night? Yeah, I didn't think about that. (laughs) He's the cook anyway. But I didn't think about, well, I've got to do laundry. You kidding me? Like, I, you know, I got to share my money. You know, not that I had a lot, but I did have more before I was Christian. But, um, but, you know, it was like, I didn't think about that because I was so in love. And even when I became a Christian, I was 21, and I just didn't think about it. But Mm. that commitment made all the other commitments easy. 
Would I ever date someone who didn't love who I love, Jesus Christ? Absolutely not. Would I ever be immoral? Would I ever would I ever tell a lie? Would I would I ever get drunk again? No. Cuz it wasn't worth it. You know, when you love someone, you don't want to hurt them. And mm-hmm. our sin hurts them. And um anybody in here married and think it's easy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Josh, can you can you do the class? No, just kidding. But I'm saying, like, awesome. marriage is um, marriage awesome. is a blessing and it's yeah. awesome. But tragedies hit your marriage. Um, we've had deaths in our family. We've had, you know, um, kids that have been challenges. Not Brandon, but kids that have been challenges. Uh, <laughs> um, you know. It's just, it's, it's hard because anything that God builds, Satan said, God says in John 10, 10, that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy it. You know, that's his job. And even in our family groups, he is going to try with every ounce of his being to get me and so-and-so or whoever's in our group to be like this because that's all he does he Mm -hmm. hovers over us thinking about how to destroy our marriages our kids our family and um you know basically we've had for better for worse we've had richer and now we're in poor um we've had we've (laughs) we've been sick already i was sick with bronchitis and all that at the beginning of the year um you know and yet, the things that we have are things that money can't buy, you know? I think the world looks at your wealth and how far you are up in the world. But where does that lead, you know, to an empty spot, you know? Um, and I think, you know, looking back, I never would have thought, like, 32 years ago that we'd go through these challenges. But it doesn't mean that I wouldn't have still made that commitment, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, I, uh, you know, just to sort of second what she said there, but, uh, you know, I, I think the thing about, you know, marriage is, you know, today marriage is, doesn't mean much, you know, to the world. But, uh, you know, for us, you know, as disciples, you know, um, when, you know, it, the word divorce was never in our vocabulary. It's still not in our vocabulary, you know. Uh, we've, we're committed to working out whatever, you know, might come up in our marriage, you know. And uh, it's just, you know, we're going to fight for it, you know. And uh, the word divorce is just non-existent, you know. And, again, that, that it takes a commitment, you know, for better or for worse, you know. A lot of people, you know, it's, it's not about convenience. Like she said, it's not about happiness. You know, it's about, hey, I made a commitment before, you know, before God. You know, that's, that's what wedding vows are, you know, for better or for worse, richer or poor. Sickness and health, you know, it's it covers every, it covers all the bases, you know, and and uh, you know, got you know, but yet the world, you know, thinks nothing about just you know going back on on a on a on a vow like this, you know. But again, when in, in God's in God's kingdom and in God's church, you know, uh, the commitment to Him is, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a saint, you know, for better or for worse, you know, God. God doesn't promise us a bed of roses as, as Christians, you know. We, it could still be a very tough tough road to hoe, you know, but can you imagine doing it without God, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's still, it, it, you know, with God is going to be there with us, and, for, and many times he's using those things to, to mature us and to help us grow and become, you know, you know, stronger, 
than, than we ever could, you know, without going through some of those, those very difficult things. So many times we shy away from the difficulties, but, you know, God intends them for good and for our, for our growth. So, uh, so that's, uh, you know, that's obviously... Uh, and I just wanted to share, sure. too, that, um, yeah, we're married and we love God, but if you're single, yeah. you made that same commitment to Jesus. Absolutely. And God changes that if on this earth you end up not being single always. But I don't know about you... We've been in the, I've been in the church, I'm so young, 37 years as a Christian, okay? Now, anybody in here, can they, anybody in here top that? I'm not boasting, but I'm just saying, I've been on the battlefield, Bob's been on the battlefield for 36 years, so that's, Mm. how much is that together? 60? 73. Where's Ignatius? 73. (laughs) 37 and 36 is what? 73, right. 73, 73 years. You know, and if you don't, You've seen these movies, Finding Private Ryan, and all the war movies, and I mean, like, can you imagine being on the battlefield for that many years? Mm. So, if you think you've been wounded, I mean, I've been wounded, and I think there's been tempted, when I was a baby Christian, after two months, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. Mm. I'm tired of people having to know every breath I take. I'm tired of people telling me I have to do. So the girl who studied with me, we sat down for two hours. She goes, Barb, go. Nobody's keeping you here. Mm. But you know what? I stopped reading my Bible. Mm. I stopped being in love with Jesus. Mm. I let the world be thrown in front, and I shoved my Bible on the shelf Mm. to my shame. Mm. And I made that decision. Now I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to open that book. I'm going to get back in there. I'm going to get back in there. And I've never turned back, you know. And I look back and I think even our kids, you know, they um, they fell in love mm. with Jesus Christ. Yeah. We didn't coerce them. We didn't give them money to make a decision <laughs> to become a Christian. Um, they fell in love with Jesus Christ on their own. Mm. And I'm not going to share... I'm not going to be dishonest. They've had their own challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan tries to rip our kids apart. And I remember when Tyler went to college, Tyler up top, Brandon below. I think Tyler was like 13. Brandon, how old were you? 14? Yeah, he was 14. I was 15. 14, 15. Um, I remember Tyler going to college and him sending me an article on loneliness by Tozer. Tozer? Tozer. Tozer. Yeah, an author. And he's like, Mom, it's, I'm the only Christian in the whole dorm. I'm the only Christian on the entire campus, and I feel lonely, but I have Jesus. And I was like, wow, you know. And he had some rough years, like we all do. But I look now, and I see those rough years were just defining him. You know, last year in the summer, he and Molly, my daughter-in-law, had great secular jobs, wonderful jobs. And they were approached about... Um, applying for the job for campus minister, and they hadn't had campus ministers for like two and a half, three years. Um, And when they called us, somebody gave them wisdom, I don't know, but they didn't ask for our opinion. We're like, we don't, we just want prayer. Mm. And of course, I hung on the phone, and Bob and I were like, no, don't take it, don't take it, don't take it. You know, not that the ministry's difficult, or Brandon, but, you know, I was just like, but you know what? They stepped out in a totally unknown area on faith because 
they loved the campus ministry. Mm. Now, has it been easy when Satan's been working for three years? No. It's been very, very difficult. Mm. So when they come next month, just give them lots of hugs because they need the encouragement. Amen. But but because Tyler made that decision for Jesus, it made other decisions. You know, mm. because Brandon made the decision for Jesus, yep. I remember him, his last semester in college, Mom and Dad, do you have a minute? Wanted to sit down, talk to us. You know, wanted to come up here, wanted to be trained. Like, how, how are you going to say no to that? Yeah. You want to do great things for God because you love God. Like, yep. amen, you know? And I think that's the thing is we each, I could put 50 pictures up there. You know what I mean? Each one of you has one of those pictures. Mm -hmm. And, but just remember, Satan wants you to renege yep. on that commitment. He wants to steal you. He wants to, you know, he wants us not to make it to the end. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where love comes in, you know. I mean, um, <laughs> amen. Um, this is me here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that brings us to uh, our third and final point. You know that um, tough love is true love, mm -hmm. and um, this is uh, Barb hit on it a little bit earlier, but um, you know this is not usually the what we think of, you know, when we think of love, you know, it, and the topic of love comes up, you know, it's, it's not the warm, fuzzy, you know, romantic, you know, exciting part necessarily of love, but, but, uh, but this is, this is a crucial part of, uh, of, of love, and, and that's why, you know, I mean, tough love is, it's true love, um, and uh, just a couple scriptures here, uh, we don't have time to they go through through them all, but in Mark chapter ten, verse seventeen through twenty-three, I think I referred to it earlier, where you know the rich young ruler, you know, came up to Jesus and you know wanted to know what he what he had to do to inherit eternal life, you know, and Jesus told him and the commandments. He's like, you know, I've done all those since I was a boy, you know, and, and again, Jesus in verse twenty-one, Jesus looks at him and he loves him. He says, you know, you know, go sell everything you have, you know, then come follow me and you have treasure in heaven, you know, I mean. And, and it says the guy went away sad. And his face fell. And he went away sad. You know, he, he decided he couldn't do that. And, uh, you know, he, could, he, he couldn't go all in. And, uh, you know, a lot in, but I ask you, was, that, was Jesus being unloving by telling him the truth? No, he wasn't, was he? he, he in fact, it says he, he looked at him and he loved him. But he, but, he, but he loved him enough, like Barb said earlier, to tell him the truth. You know, he wasn't going to sugarcoat it. He wasn't going to lessen the standard. Look, you know, for, the, for you, you know, you're rich. You've got all these possessions. You know, this is, this is, this is your idol. This is your God. You, you've just got to get rid of it. Come follow me, you know. And, um, but, you know, again, he just wasn't, able, he wasn't willing to do that. And, um, and really, you know, Ephesians 4.15 is, is a passage we're very familiar with. You know, where it talks about, you know, speaking the truth in love. And uh, that's what Jesus did. He spoke the truth to the man, and, and he spoke the truth in love. And that's what we need to do with each other, you know. Um, we, we need to be willing. You know, it's not something you, you, you know, I mean, you do it all the time. It's not, it's not, love is not always tough love, but there's times when tough love is, is, is the need of the hour. Mm -hmm. and, and what that means is just being willing to speak, you know, the truth to, out of love to your brother, to your sister. And uh, being willing to do that, you know, even if it means, you know, at least 
somewhat of a confrontation, you know, because it, it's usually not always fun. It's not always pleasant. You know, again, it's not the warm, fuzzy thing that we all like to, to receive or even to, to, to give many times. But it is truly loving your brother or truly loving your sister. And, um, you know, the other, the other passage that really stands out to me with this is, is Proverbs 27. Uh, you can write that in verses 5 and 6. And um, what that says, it says, Better is, is open rebuke than hidden love. It says, uh, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. You know, I mean, that's, that's pretty deep when you really start thinking about that. But, uh, you know, um, you know do, do you believe that? You know, I mean, is, is that something you really believe? Or do you just want to believe it, you know? Because, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, you know, to, to uh, you know, open rebuke, you know, to just to get rebuked, you know. I mean, that, that's not fun. But, but the Scripture says better, it's better than hidden love, you know, for just to, someone just to let me go along in my sin or in my, you know, uh, you know uh, whatever I might be doing that I may not even be aware of. Obviously, I'm not aware of it to some extent, you know. I, I'm, you know got my own focus, but, but I need my sister, I need my brother in the family group to, to love me enough to, 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 to lovingly say, hey, Bob, you know, I see this, I saw this, or, you know, you know and, and, you know, it doesn't, this, I don't think this is what Jesus, how Jesus would, would want you to be, and, and have scripture there to help me along, you know, I think that's, that's the key, you know, it's not a, um, it's not warm and fuzzy, but it, it's something that we all need from time to time. And, uh, you know, the Bible says no discipline is, is pleasant at the time, but later on it produces a harvest of righteousness, you know, for those who have been trained by it. It's just like raising a family. It's just like raising two sons, you know. There's times when discipline is, is necessary. It's not fun for them. You know, it's not fun for, for the parent even to administer the discipline many times. You know, that's why we always say this is going to hurt you more than me, more than it's going to hurt you, you know. <laughs> but it's true, yeah, emotionally at least. But... Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, tough love is, is, is a very crucial part of, of, of loving. And um, I'll let Barb uh, just share was, some examples here, too. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to share, you know, um, I'm not a conflict embracer. I don't know if anybody in here loves conflict, but I really don't. Um, and sometimes I've been in situations where I've seen someone kind of going down the wrong road, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe other people have seen that brother or sister going down that road. But I'm kind of in the the Jonathan with the David. Like, you know what? I'm going to step in and love this person. Because if I don't, they're going to get so far gone that they're not going to be able to come back. And recently, I had a person come up to Bob and I and really wanted to talk to us. You know, I mean really had some stuff on their heart, really wanted to talk to us, and, mm-hmm. you know, took us aside and said, you know, I feel this, this, and this. I just want to confess this because, you know, I feel like you haven't pulled us in, you haven't, you've gotten here, you haven't, you know, had us over, you have, you know. And I really didn't even think about that, like in the sense like, wow, like this person's really got an attitude towards me. But I listened to that person, and I thought, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. I totally understand. When we first got here, we're like, we're going to have you over. We're going to, and then, you know, when we first got here, Satan was throwing a lot of 
frisbees in our way and you know it was like trying to flip them out and then get sick and then the blizzard and all mm. these things yeah. and um but i appreciated him because he didn't want to later on have a bitter root in there which mm. could have been easy and I didn't see it, and I, I see how God wants to do that. He wants to tear us apart. Um, yeah, Satan, I'm so sorry, <laughs> Satan. <yeah. laughs> Thank you, Lord. Um, and also another example that I, I had when I was, for many years, I want to say for about three years, every morning I was praying with a sister on the phone. We're very different. She's Jamaican, one of my best friends on earth older than me, just we're very different. And if we weren't in the kingdom of God, we probably wouldn't even have anything in common. So we were asked, you know, this was probably four years ago, to pick someone in the congregation that you're totally different from, you know. We're same on the inside. So we prayed every, every Monday through Thursday every week for like three years. And one day I was sharing with her something about work, and she goes, you know, Bob, you are such a warrior. I'm like, I'm so, like, you know, you're such a warrior. And I was like, amen, I love that. Yeah, W-O-R-R-I-E-R. -R -R -E -R. Like, she goes, you didn't accent. hear me. You're a warrior. W-O-R-R-I-E-R. -R -E and she just ripped me to shreds because worrying breaks God's heart. She goes, you need to repent of worrying. Not, you know, and I just was like, but she was right. And she, I said, well, no one else has ever told me. I said, no one's been praying with you for three years like me. And I can hear it in your prayers. And, you're, and I was just like, you know, thank you for not letting me go back on that broad road. And, and I look back and, you know, even going back in the workforce, I called her the other day because I know she's going to call me out on it because I'm like, you know, Cynthia, I haven't been in the workforce for five months. She goes, you can do this. Give me a scripture that says you can't do it. I'm like, who taught her the Bible? You know? But uh, <laughs> she's like, you can do this. Because my Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What does your Bible say? And I was like, mm. okay. But, you know, sometimes we have to go to the people that we know are going to tell us the truth. Whether it hurts or not. Because nothing compared to how hurt we've been compares to how hurt we've how much we've hurt jesus right you know right amen amen so uh yeah you know it, it's not a you know it's not about being sentimental it's not uh it's really sometimes it's the only way many times that we can mature in christ we all need that kind of love and uh and again it, when we're talking about speaking the truth in love the truth is god's word you know it's it's using the word of god it's not our opinion it's, it's god's word because that's the truth and that's what's going to change our heart. That's what's going to change, you know, your heart. And, uh, again, doing it in love. So, in conclusion, uh, you know, love and commitment, I mean, they go, they go hand in hand. You know, they really do. And, you know, it's about, you know, loving, you know, in action and in truth. It's about, uh, you know, being all in, you know, for God and for each other. And then it's also just about, you know, speaking the truth in love. And uh, so... With that in mind, uh, if we have any time left, do we have time left to break up into a groups? So, uh, yeah, I just had some questions here. You can, you know, talk about these a little bit within your family groups and whatever else you want to talk about. But uh, hopefully, this will, you know, give you a little something to uh, to uh, think about in connection with our, our lesson today. Thank you so much.
Auf Ibiza. <lacht>